Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. your girl amanda seals your favorite comedian and common sense specialist it is thursday it is january 25th so you know what it is it's time for us to group chat it up this show is the only place where public group chats are safe and even though it's national opposite day remember opposite day opposite day was such a thing that we was as kids you would just throw in opposite day when it was convenient you know what I'm saying? It's like calling things anti-Semitic that are not. Like, you just throw it in when it's convenient. Um, but even though it's National Opposite Day, we're on the same page at the Amanda Steele Show because we all agree our headliner of the week should be the T.S. Mattis son. Hey! Hey! Ooh. Did y'all hear that bass? That came from a, the scrotum. That bass came from the scrotum. <laughs> You're already there. You're already there. So you know it's about to go down. We're going to talk about setting boundaries and giving access and who earns the privilege of having access to you and how it feels to set boundaries. We're going to get into all of that. And our good sister, T.S. Madison, is going to join us in that conversation. We also got a number of other group chat topics like uh, polyamory. We're going to get into that. Or open relationships like is you with it or not? Is you with it or not? interracial dating. Dating white men when you could be dating black men. Oh, Especially wow. if they do the same thing. <laughs> That's a whole other show. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about music. Like, how do you feel when your favorite artist changes their sound? Lil Duval says that an artist should always sound the same. Uh, I don't necessarily consider Lil Duval to be like a foremost thinker on music. But I'm curious to hear what you guys feel because a lot of people shared his sentiments. So we're going to get into all of that today on the Amanda Seal Show. Uh, remember, we love to hear from you. So give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 855 562-6328. Remember, you can follow us on the Instagrams and the YouTubes at Seals Said It. It's my last name and then said it. Seals Said It. All right. Remember, this right here, where we at, this place is where y'all should be telling all your people to be because here we listen, laugh, and learn every day. So we'll be right back to do just that. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We are in the middle of a group chat Thursday, and I am so excited to welcome our headliner of the week, T.S. Madison. Maddie girl. Maddie Booski is a television personality and actress currently starring in the hit series Hush on the All Black Streaming Network. And she's also a reoccurring judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. And she's also that girl. Okay? That's it. That girl. You heard, you heard what my sister said. I ain't got to leave a bed. You heard what she said. Google me. <laughs> so I want to talk about today with the crew right here at the Amanda Seals Show and our lovely guest, the concept of access and boundaries. Because like you are in the process of blowing up. So I know you are absolutely in the process of having to adjust. Mm-hmm. You need to cut it. <laughs> you need 
is way too high. I got a cutie. <laughs> so, Maddie, tell me about the word access. Like, what does access mean to VTS medicine? Um, access means the ability to be tangible. Tangible. Because mm. okay, okay. you can have access to me on my Instagram. All right. You can have access to me on Facebook. You can have access to me, you know, on television. You can you can access those things, but I'm not tangible to you. Right. Um, mm. And, you know, there's a there's some people that, that have access to me that are not that that don't have tangibility to me. Um, and there's some men that I've actually had the uh, the opportunity just recently to restrict and cut off access. Excuse me. Tangibility to me. But they still have access. They have access. Okay. They have access to Because they can me. see what they're missing. Oh, yeah. And one thing about me, I'm not going to block you. I don't care how we done fell out. You probably you probably gave me the best sex in the world, and then we're not together no more. We not you know even having sex anymore. I'm not blocking you. I might block your phone up in my phone, but I'm not blocking you on social media. Oh, honey, okay. you gotta see. Mm. The I, Bible. I, I go says, back and forth with that. I go back and forth. No, the Bible says. He shall prepare a table for me in the presence <laughs> of my enemies. enemies. And I want you to understand enemies Preach. that I'm going to eat right there in front of you. A whole spread. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to block either. I'm not a blocker. Like, they, they got on me earlier about that. Like, I don't block people either. Like, it is what it is. You ain't blocking Sabrina. Nah, I don't even know how to block like that. Like, you know, you got to go through a whole complex. Stop it. No, you do not have to go through a whole complex anything. You You literally click their profile and click block. (laughs) Like, it is not. You run an entire board here at the radio show and he talking about his two complex. Complicated. Let you see. Nah, nah, nah. You sound like a Zionist. It's not complicated. It's really basic. But the thing about blocking is that Sometimes for some people, it feels like what you're doing is cutting off that person's like energy getting to you Uh, like that to me is what I know it is for some of us. I know for me, like the way people come at me sideways, like they getting blocked because I just don't if it's somebody I don't know when they come at me sideways, like you just getting blocked. I have a whole song about it. I got time today blocked. I got time today and blessed. All you hating ass in the nets. I got time today. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I did see you do that I was, I, that you stood on business on, mm-hmm. that I said, that's my mother's sister, <laughs> is when you went and seen who liked the men. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> when you went and see who liked it and blocked them, mm-hmm. too. Because what that makes me think of is if I was getting beat down or, for instance, like when I got kicked out of that Black Emmys party in 2019, I wasn't just looking at the security guards. I was looking at all the people who was looking at me get pulled out by the security guards and did absolutely nothing. You are a bystander and you are not innocent in it. And that's how I look at people who be liking them, them uh, comments that be trying to come for me. Now, I'm that's with the people you. who would cheer on your beat down. But I'm come, when we come back, I want to tell you, you said I'm with you. And I want to hear what you with me on when we come back right here to the Amanda Seals Show with our headliner of the week, Ms. T.S. Mattis. Hey. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey. Welcome back to the Amanda 
Seal Show. You hear that voice in the background, the vocal stylings of this week's headliner of the week, Ms. T.S. Madison, joining us as we talk about boundaries. I had to cut you because we had to play some music and come back, but um, you said you with me on something. What you was with me on? Do you remember? Uh, I'm with you when you write, and you was right on blocking all those people, you know, that, that gets up on there. Because, see, I, I, I had a person, a writer, come in, oh, you always bragging about everything, and I had 62 people liking that. And I'm oh. like, Ugh. No, I will take that time. I've mm. taken the time to do that. I have blocked, I have done, t- I have <laughs> taken time to go through and block like a hundred people who like to comment before. Because I don't want you. I don't want you. I will find the time. Even if I have to earmark it and like maybe if I'm waiting in an airport, you know, and I got nothing else to do, I will come back to it. Now, TJ looking at me crazy right now, but let well, me tell you. Yeah, and I'll tell you why though, because well, you have millions of followers. So how about you just unfollow them so they their content can come on your page? Oh wow! But you can follow them. So and I guess since you have millions of followers, you don't need the actual follower because like on Facebook, I will unfollow you so your content won't come on my page. So I can still have you as a follower, but I won't see you present on my page. But on Instagram, I don't have to follow you for you to come on my page and leave a comment. Right. So Instagram is different. Yeah. Now, my question is, these are strangers. What happens when you set boundaries or stop giving access to someone who once had it? When I cut off tangibility to me, Mm -hmm. you know why you cut off. Mm. You know why? You know why the only place you can have access to me is social media? Look at my page. Inbox on red. I don't say nothing. I'm that type of torturer. I'm going to torture you like that. Wow. I want you to know I seen what you said, but I ain't got nothing to say to you. The read and- receipt is a special kind of petty. <laughs> 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 I do feel like people know need to know, but I don't know. I feel like in this new season, I find myself not having the energy to tell the person. And that's something that I feel like... Um, I, in the past would have would have would have stood against but in in this free new season it's like unless the person inquires because I will do that right like I'm I, like my you can feel my distance but does that mean that I'm being like I don't know corny no not to me I think that because we both have and sister I love you but we we got a lot of, of alike stuff me and you we really direct and we are stern in it and we have like little we have some narcissistic characteristics of course we so see i won't torture people like but if, if but i feel like i am a people pleaser with people that i like and i will continue to give them like energy so that I don't look a certain way versus like you done already looked a certain way and done some funny style to me. So why am I even trying so hard about why do I even care how you, how I look to you? Now this has become a therapy session, y'all. I apologize. Oh man. (laughs) 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 Y'all I've been trying to get T.S. Madison to go to therapy Mm -mm. for years. Let me just tell y'all, I thought I had my first therapy session with a new therapist yesterday and I was all ready. I had a good cry in the morning. I was like, oh, I get to talk to somebody about this. (sighs) And then I signed on to do the session. And it's next week. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's that tangibility. <laughs> I said, ooh, 
I need to go. I, I literally had to like go to the park. <laughs> I was like, you need to go be in nature. When we get back, <laughs> I want to talk to T.S. Madison and the rest of the team here at the Amanda Seal Show about when you meet new people, how long does it take before you give them access to your inner circle or as T.S. Madison has said, your tangibility. Mm-hmm. Touch. All right. Me. So think about it. I want to hear from everybody here. So think about it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. What's cracking, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are here on a group chat Thursday, joined by the lovely T.S. Madison. Uh, You know, I think it's dope, just a side note, that we are watching the expansion of your brand, but also, more importantly, like, the expansion of your skills, You know, like we've seen you go from like on the internets being funny and now we've seen you on the TVs being funny and now we've seen you behind the camera, you know, on the screen in a whole different light. And I just think that is really a beautiful thing to see and I love that you continue to challenge yourself. So I just want to shout out my girl. Thank you, sister. I love you, girl. You know. (laughs) I can't wait to see you do stand-up. Y'all don't understand. T.S. Madison can do stand-up if she wants to. And I don't say that lightly to people because some people cannot do stand-up, but they And and doing it and getting specials and stuff. And I'm like, girl, why? <laughs> you know what? We're not even going. We're going to keep it up. We're going to keep it high vibrational. Okay. 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 I'm gonna get in the, so I'm we've gonna been get talking the- about boundaries and access. Now, um, boundaries are a thing that I feel like has become part of the conversation in the last few years that a lot of people necessarily didn't really have a word for. Really, it felt like cutting someone off or burning a bridge. But as I feel like the conversation around mental health and just like protecting your energy, et cetera, has become a lot more... Um, in the in the mix of things, we see people being a lot more vocal about like, okay, who gets to be around me and who doesn't and helping other people kind of create frameworks for how they do that. So when it comes to T.S. Madison and tangibility, especially as you are expanding your brand and your visibility, like how do you determine when people can come into your inner circle? How uh, long does it take? Mm. Well, I'm very, here's the thing. I always want people to, uh, it's it's the Libra in me. Hush! I always want people to, because it's the Libra <laughs> in me, I want them to navigate and love me and all this type of stuff. So right. I hire, I've hired more staff members to do all the dark work. Mm. What's the dark work? Tell them have my money or I ain't coming nowhere. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you speak to my manager? Or did you speak to my PR? Oh, okay. 
well, how about I have them get, did you speak to my lawyer? You know, because let them do, <laughs> let them represent the dark side of me and the, the people always get the opportunity to see that glowy, flowing. Uh, you know what sucks that that's considered the dark side? Like that's like, that's, you know, but they push you. Standing on business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to have that the people represent you like that because when you show up, you're going to show up exactly how you are. Like I show up, uh, this, the nice bubbly sister, every time me and you get together, this me. Right. That's me every time Same. we get together. Now, when we get to somewhere where it's some business and we got business to do, because I, I listen, we did some We've been in that situation too, where we was together and there was business happening and you got to see my dark side to somebody else. I wasn't giving it to TS, but she saw who was giving it to him while they was getting it. And I was over there frozen, honey. I was I was solid steel, but she was in there. <laughs> I said, Yay, my yaw. It was on it was well, it was on behalf of both of us. It was. Because I was like, you know, yeah. y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna you, do us you, like this. You, you was dragging them, and I was like, my God, you know, I just, oh God, Jesus. You know, but you are you are a bigger star, a bigger entity than me. You know, and I'm still navigating. Yeah, sister, you are. I'm still navigating, trying to get through those spaces. So, and I, and so I would let I let my lawyer or management do all that type of stuff for me, and I'd be able to like, well, I, I love you, but what happened? <laughs> you sure? We in the thick of things right here with Miss Thickness herself, T.S. Madison. And we're going to be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with a bit more group chat Thursday. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We are joined today by T.S. Madison, our headliner of the week. We love when uh, folks get to join us here for a group chat. And we've been talking about the concept of access, you know, and then also like the difference between friendships and 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 between men and women and how people make it into this, the the inner circle and how different it is between men and women. We're generalizing, y'all. We're generalizing. Yeah. Amanda is and TS, it's nothing like and Supreme, it's nothing like having a circle that really knows you where you can 100 percent be yourself. Mm-hmm. And those people mm-hmm. have access and tangibility. And I think I'm at an age now I'm like, I don't need any more people in that circle. And then everybody else is on the next layer and then the next layer. Adult relationships are always like, oh, wow, we can still make new friends. Yeah, yeah. That's true. It's a little vetting process you have. Now, as a man, uh, as a a cisgendered heterosexual man. Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, here we go with this word. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Supreme, uh, how is it different with the bros? Because I feel like men will just become friends because they saw each other three times at the gym, and now they're like, "Let's go to the barbecue." And yeah, we have similar interests. Oh, you like uh, Mob Deep? I like Mob Deep too. All right, <laughs> like you know, besties. It's, yeah, it's still a boundary, but you got to kind of know who mixes and who don't mix when you come to mixing with friends. I'm a DJ, so I'm used to the mix. So I know what goes together and what doesn't. Do men have conversations, like real serious conversations? Because women will have conversations and pour out our heart and tell tell our friend, our real friend, how we feel, what happened, what we did. Do men talk like that? Or do y'all just talk about mob deep in the mix? It's usually no. about women. It's usually might be some food. Okay, but when it's about women, what is it about? It's about sex. Right. Yeah, it's not about right. Like, right. Man, she yeah. hurt me. It's not, you know, it's not anything deep. I feel like 
your conversations go a lot deeper than you Cause know. Cause we be trying to understand y'all. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, y'all, you know what the difference is? Oh, I think I have something right here, guys. I think a lot of women, we be trying to understand men, whereas men just be trying to manage women. Mm. Mm. You might be. On that's the difference. You might be on something. So, so if you had a conversation, so if you had a rash on your, you wouldn't say, bro. <laughs> nah, I would, I, would, I would go seek medical help. <laughs> Urgent care. <laughs> See, I could I could be in the room with my sister and say, girl, I don't know what's going on up under my. It's like, and she said, yeah, my did that before. Let me tell you, you might pull it out. Yeah, be like, girl, listen, oh, girl, I did a play in New York. There was all women, yeah. and I was—I don't know—even I just felt comfortable enough to have a conversation about IBS, and everybody in the room was like, "So this is what I do." <laughs> like every nobody felt away. Every woman was like, "Oh, I went through that in uh, the summer of 2022." So what I did was, uh, so whereas men is just like, "Nah, you I like basketball?" Yeah, <laughs> don't talk about this rash under my. <laughs> but 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 maybe we should because we was just talking about that girl over there. And right. That's the one that gave me this rash. <laughs> but they'll call their homegirl and have that conversation. Yeah, if she's a nurse. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all! T.S., you are the best, and we are so lucky that you be, you will be joining us uh, for the rest of the week. That's what's so great about the Amanda Seal Show. We we get to you know, have our people join us for today, for going back to the class and then even tomorrow on Figgy Figgy for the record. So you know what to do. Make sure you come back. And if you didn't get to hear all of this because you were listening to the show on the radio, well, baby, you need to go wherever you get your podcast and hear the extended version of this interview right here with the fabulous T.S. Madison on Group Chat Thursday. And even if you don't have tangibility, baby, y'all better honor your access to this, sis, okay? Because that is a blessing. Hi, y'all, I'm Oshata. T.S., where can people see more of T.S. Madison right now? Uh, If you want to have access to T.S. Madison, please follow me on Instagram, at T.S. Madison, on uh, Facebook, at T.S. Madison, on Twitter, at T.S. Madison, on YouTube, at T.S. Madison. Everywhere is T.S. Madison, honey. (laughs) Not Everywhere. the one that's not the prostitute T.S. Madison. I, listen, girl, I'm, I got, I'm coming for you. Take that stuff down. I don't do that no more and don't be doing that in my likeness. Oh, man. I am <laughs> saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't do that no more. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time.
January 25th, 2024. Happy birthday to Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis uh, is a maverick. She is a legend. She be showing me so much love. Oh my God. Whenever Jennifer Lewis like chimes in on my page, I'm, I always say to myself, iconic. Entendre! Real ones, no. Real ones, no. All right. Uh, let's also never forget that Jennifer Lewis also starred in Preacher's Wife. Something I feel like is is very often overlooked. It wasn't just Denzel and Whitney. Jennifer was there. She was there. All right. It's group chat Thursday, y'all. Coming up, we're going to get into the group chat topic of the week. It's about polyamory or open relationships. Now, I know this is a family show, but we're going to talk about this like adults. Okay. We're going to do a respectful covering of this topic because I know people want to know more. All right. Are you with it or not? Have you been in a polyamorous relationship? Are there rules? All the above. We're going to talk about it. Call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat Thursday. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seals show. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it's time to get into our group chat topic of the week. We got the whole crew here. We got TJ, we got DJ Supreme, and we are talking about polyamory. Mm-hmm. No, So basically, we're, we're talking about it because a recent edition of the New York Magazine explored the increasingly mainstream world of ethical non-monogamy also known as polyamory. And then we had Whoopi Goldberg out here talking about it. Uh, and this is what she had to say. Listen, if you can do more than one thing at a time, yep. you can have a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> yeah. Okay? If you can chew gum and walk, you can do you more than one thing. So it's multitasking. Yes, thing it is. is. It's skeevy to me. It's skeevy. Well, no. yes, maybe. Not to everyone. Well, not, not to, to me. Everyone. I'm only speaking no, for you. Speaking you for seem her. like you're speaking from experience. Yeah, so. You know what? <laughs> If I seem like that, it's because I'm good like that. I'm uncomfortable, dog. I thought maybe the second time I heard it, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable, but I do. I I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into it. What is polyamory and to whom among us might it appeal? Okay, so polyamory is the practice of engaging in multiple romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Polyamory means having multiple lovers and polygamy means having multiple spouses. We asked y'all to call in and of course you did. Let's hit the phone lines. Hey, Amanda, this is Jennifer from Chicago. Um, okay, so I do have a few comments on the polyamory E&M conversation. Um, I think it's something that we're going to see a lot more of, like heading into the upcoming uh, times, I guess, let's say. I think that, like, you know, it's this idea of, like, not ev- not one person can give us everything that we need, right? So let's say that, like, you want to have like an emotional relationship with one person and another person you want physical with and maybe physical with multiple people right like this can be done and most folks like are capable of doing this but it requires a lot more work than like a lot of people want to put in like it requires (laughs) constant communication like very open honest Mm. vulnerable communication and it requires boundaries you know so most people don't want to mess with that you know they just want to say like black white up down you know, single, straight, uh, you know, relationship, non, you know, like, let's just do monogamy. It's easy, right? But, like, monogamy is monogamy is boring, and it's also, like, weird. You know what I mean? Like, if you really think about it, it's like, I'm yours and you're mine. It's possessive as And, like, I'm sorry. It's just, like, outdated. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. 
<laughs> she started to really get in her passion about it. Like, let me, she basically was like, let me tell you why I do this. Let me tell you why I do this. The thing that she said that was really intriguing to me was that she said it takes emotional intelligence and like real, like being willing to be vulnerable and that monogamy can be boring. Let's get into that when we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. TJ, I see your face. <laughs> Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we are in the midst of our group chat topic of the week. We're talking about polyamory. All right, polyamory is, you know, having multiple partners, and it's something that's being talked about more and more just without shade being attached to it, without judgment being attached. Our caller who just called in um, basically said that polyamory is the way to go because uh, monogamy is not only weird, but it's outdated and boring. But she also said something else. She said that it requires more work than a lot of people are willing to put in. You know, that it's, it means constant communication, constant honesty and vulnerability. And that essentially in a monogamous relationship that, you know, you can kind of get away with not doing any of that. And I wanted to hear from you guys. What do you think? I think she's right. Like it takes a lot to, you know, be involved with, in my case, two women, a lot of communicating and being open and honest was as hard to be open and honest with multiple people because what Mm. you may be honest with one about the other about may hurt someone's feelings and vice versa. Mm. And I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought that it was more difficult to be monogamous than to be poly because you have options. So if you have more than one partner, if you're just me and you, you and me, then to me, it takes a lot more work in my thought process Mm. for us to be successful together. On the kind of person you are, too. Right. Like, I think what she was talking about is not necessarily like that you need to be vulnerable in terms of talking about like all these like deep things about your life, but there needs to be an openness and vulnerability in, in being able to share just honestly about what is going on between you, right? Like me and you are sexually active, but we're not emotionally like together kind of thing. And being able to either take that or leave that and like honestly be about that and move forward. And I think sometimes we don't realize that we've actually had these types of interactions with people. We just maybe didn't have them at like the same time Mm. and call it something. Cause all of us on this call (laughs) have had a friend with benefits. Yeah. Right. Like my friend with benefits was not getting my emotional like stuff that I was dealing with. Cause that wasn't like a part of our agreement. Whereas like my homeboy who I'm not smashing was getting that because like as friends, that was our understanding that we share. Um, I don't know. Let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> I think poly relationships are just for people. You know what they say? It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Me personally, I practice that lifestyle and it works out perfect for me, but everybody is not meant to be in that lifestyle. I don't think there's anything wrong about how you guys are talking about it. Everybody has their opinion. And I do believe that sometimes people go into it because they think that they have to because they're like, well, I want to keep this person, so let me just do it. Listen, Mm. if it's not your lifestyle, it's not your lifestyle. And there's different types of uh, poly relationships. There's ones that like where all three or all individuals in the relationship are together. And then there's somewhere there's one person and then they have two different mates and that works out and they call them sister wives or 
me, they call them brother, husbands, whatever. Me personally, I am not interested in having multiple relationships together. So I'm okay with having a relationship with this person. And by the way, I am lesbian, so I deal with lesbians. I, I'm, I'd rather have two separate relationships because honestly, not one person can give you everything. It's impossible. And people do cheat because they don't get everything. Mm. Well, my theory is that people cheat because they have a void in themselves, but that's a whole other group chat. All right, we'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to take more calls because I want to hear about it. We're teaching, we learning right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Don't you love it? Oh, man. Remember when radio taught you something? Well, it's happening again right here. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. It's a group chat Thursday. Now, all week we've been talking about our group chat topic of the week, which is polyamory. And we just wanted to learn more about it because it seems to be something that is being talked about more and more in the zeitgeist and uh, that people are practicing more and more. And why not just put it out on a table? So let's go to the phone lines and hear what y'all got to say. I thought what you said about being polyamorous was really interesting. And it was funny because I've never really thought of it like that. But it made me think about a situation that I'm currently in. And it made me curious, like, how does a person even know they're polyamorous? Because right now, like, there's someone in my life who's been who's been there for, like, 10 years and have loved him deeply throughout. And but it's just we just don't have a future. So ultimately, mm. I made room to allow someone else in. And so now there's this wonderful guy. Like, when you think of, like, forever partner, he's just everything that I've ever wanted. So... I really want to commit to this relationship. So I felt like I could allow myself to end the thing with my long-term, you know, sex partner and lover and, you know, kind of just take my time and ease into it while not having fully crossed that line with my current partner yet. I have thought about the idea of having both of them in my life. And I feel like if I could have my way, that would be ideal because I love them both in very different ways. So the question I want to share is just like, how do you even know you're polyamorous? I mean, I think the what she's saying sounds like you're polyamorous. Like, that's what you would ideally want. It may not be what they would want. And by the way, if you've been with somebody for 10 years and it ain't got no future, it got a past. I mean, 10 years is a long time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's take another call. Yeah, I was calling because I'm on my way to work. And I was just catching the show. It's crazy. It's like y'all was bugging my phone last night. Me and my friend was talking about this exact same thing. She's like real bullheaded. And I understand her thesis on it about, you know, oh, if you can do it, I can do it. But I had to give her the history of 
concubinism. And it's a difference. Ain't no man no concubine. A woman is. And when you a wife, the man at a certain realm, you choose the concubine because that helps helps you with the situation. It's just real deep, deeper than what people understand. It's not about being cool. It's about what we are and who we are. Okay. Oh, brother, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> My man trying to have some concubines, okay? Like, and, and acting like that's who we are. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's just some something that the men made up because they had the power to make it up. If women made it up, then it would be menubines. Like, the ancestors spoke to them, Amanda. Come on. <laughs> Y'all be just, y'all will really take anything. It's called confirmation bias. You'll take anything from history that serves your liking and be like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And it's, uh, remember, we must always remember it was made up by man. It was made up. Yeah. So if it can be made up, something else can be made up. Right. That's the reality of things. And, uh, you know, it's not that it's and, and, and even his whole mindset comes from a misogynist you know, kind of, I won't say misogynist, but it comes from a chauvinist mindset. It comes from a men as the power source mindset. And that's what he's trying. So, Shorty, if you was listening to your homeboy, don't. Mm-mm. Don't. Because he was he was speaking from a very, very slim, reductive, myopic kind of thinking. Supreme, I see you over there. What you, what you want to say? I mean, I, you know, I said I tried it and it just didn't work <laughs> for me. Like, uh, just juggling uh, two, three women at a time. It's being able to spend time and people not getting jealous. Like people will say, like, like you said before, like, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay till it's not okay. And I just feel like you know it doesn't work out in the long run when you're really trying to have poly, whatever poly, whatever type of relationships because the society we live in, people get jealous and you might get ran down on. <laughs> Well, when we get back, I'll talk about the time someone invited me to be in a polyamorous relationship. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and uh, we're in the midst of our group chat topic of the week. We're talking about polyamory. Are you with it or are you not? And we've had some callers call in, and uh, it seems like everybody's basically with it, by the way. Um, but I, in college... I had a boyfriend who came at me, rest in peace, who came at me uh, and was like, Amanda, I want you and Pia, the two angels I've been sent to one day bear my children. And I went off and I was like, I am not your concubine. And then mm. he replied, he was like, man, you've been colonized. Mm. Like my man to just call. <laughs> exactly. And then because I am the kind of person where if you say some crazy old mess to me, I'd be like, how crazy are they going to get with this? So now I'm like, all right, so then what would happen if I was at the house and 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 she came over? That wouldn't happen. We'd have a schedule, sir. Mm. Then he later, like years later, he was telling me... Um, he was like, you know, I just feel like, and this one's we were just friends. And he was like, I just feel like as a moral man, it is my duty to be available to as many women as possible mm. because there is such a short shortage of good men. <laughs> wow. Public service. <laughs> 
I was like, bruh. And you know, eventually he, he met a woman who was down. Oh, wow. It's, it's crazy. A real quick story. I was engaged one time. And that guy, I guess he thought maybe I would be interested. But he didn't talk to me about it. He talked to her. So the other girl had agreed to be the, to, to be the third person. But okay. he didn't talk to me about it. But what uh-huh. ended up happening was he told her she cannot be hurt. So she can't know about you. She got jealous because <gasps> she knew we were together. And so then she revealed herself to me. Mm. And she told me, I'm jealous. He was just cheating. Oh, he was. That's cheating. all that is. I'm tonight yeah, with my cheating. girl, and you already know. Did so you, you want to hit me? Be me on the down low. If I don't get back, don't pull on a show. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see that story with the one guy that has the five women pregnant all at the same time right now, and they all together? Yeah. Is that NBA young boy? No. Wait, who? <laughs> is that future? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're all expecting like right now, and I'm interested. Is that Nick Cannon? No, no, he's not nearly the money that Nick Cannon has either. Yeah, so he's just a regular dude. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. they're going to do a reality TV show or something online. But he has like five women pregnant right now, and they're all cool with each other. And they're all cool. Yeah. What's their ethnic background? Oh, they're black. They look black. (sighs) I was going to say these is (laughs) down with it. Fun. <laughs> you know, I've been preaching about the importance of community. <laughs> so, <laughs> we look out for each other. <laughs> when we, we are each other's business. <laughs> when we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Lord have mercy. All right. Well, there you have it, y'all. There you have it. That is your group chat topic of the week right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Do we got time to take another caller? I don't know how long the call is. Um, let's go ahead. Let's 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 stretch. Okay, let's throw it in there. Let's let's close it out. Let's close it. Hi, I'm calling in from Philadelphia. I'm in a relationship with, with uh, we're in a polyamorous relationship, which we've been going into for almost two years. He's much younger than I am, but it seems to work. I have no guesswork. He tells me what he's doing, where he's going, and it, it works out. I was doing the same thing, but things that fell off for me because it's easier <laughs> for guys to find decent women, but it's hard to find decent men for women. But he's yeah. a decent guy. And um, it's working for us. We're going on two years and we're totally in love. And when we spend time together, it makes it so much better. Thank you. You know what it really is? Baby, whatever floats your boat, just don't sink mine. Exactly. Do you? (laughs) If you like it, I love it. it. Y'all are supposed to chime in on that. All right, Um, (laughs) y'all. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. It's a group chat Thursday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com. And talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 
So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Amanda Seals show. Thank y'all for joining us. If you have just joining us, you missed T.S. Madison, uh, who checked in with us as our headliner of the week. We talked about boundaries and access. It was a really dope conversation. So make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast to get in on that. Uh, it is January 25th. Uh, it was on this day back in 1980 that BET first premiered oh. Black Entertainment Television. Yes. And Legend so uh, we are here now in 2024. Things are looking a little different, but I think we need we need BET now more than ever to really be on like what it needs to be on. But uh, you know, no, no, we gonna see, we gonna see. <laughs> we got um, this hour in the group chat. We're talking about music. We're talking about music. Apparently, uh, Lil Duval recently posted a message where he said that people who complain that an artist sounds the same on every song. He doesn't understand because he feels like they're supposed to sound the same. Uh, now, how do you feel when an artist switches it up and tries a whole new sound? Just like, do you do you like going to a concert and hearing them, you know, kind of do it in a different, um, I guess, interpretation of the song, a different version of the song? We're going to get into this. I have strong feelings about this. <laughs> We're going to get okay. into this. Uh, I'm somebody who loves to go see live music and concerts. So I have thoughts. I have thoughts. But uh Remember, don't forget, if you have thoughts, you can hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back on the music side of things here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are in the midst of a group chat Thursday, and we got to talk about some music, all right? We're going to talk about some music. So Lil Duval says that when people say somebody sounds the same on every song, they supposed to, and as soon as they don't, y'all won't accept it. All right. Mm. How do y'all feel about this? Do you expect your favorite artists to always have the same sound and style? Or do you like when they change it up? Uh, that's a difficult question, actually. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't like when they switch it up. I like somebody to keep it. I'm kind of with Lil Duval on this one. Now, are you talking about just artists across the 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 genres or like, cause I feel like there's certain types of genres where I actually want it to say more of the same. And there's others where I'm curious about them adding in different flavors and stuff. Hmm. Like when Lil Wayne tried to do rock music, I wasn't into oh, it. Oh yeah. That, yeah. See, to me, that's to, a whole other genre. Yeah, I'm just like, like we're not even, whereas like Lil Wayne, when he started spitting over, not just Manny Fresh beats, but then started spitting over like, Timbaland beats and Swiss beats. Like, like, do you consider that switching up? No, I don't. I don't. I don't consider that switching up because that still was him artistically improving. But I think when you try to go to a completely different genre, like I don't want to hear a gospel album from Young Thug. Like Snoop. Snoop did do a gospel album. <laughs> so did Kanye West. Yeah. But you know what? I like Kanye West's gospel album. I thought his gospel album was okay. He won all of I the gospel know. awards. 
Yeah, I actually I listened her. to it. It was it was it was different, but it was okay. Like it was okay. And I like gospel music, so you know. It wasn't gospel, but Yeah, it wasn't gospel. It wasn't. <laughs> like, how do you feel about artists switching up? I do like a if I like you for your sound, I like you for your sound. However, so take Mary J. Blige for for an example. I like the sad Mary J. And I like I the like happy that. Mary J. Yeah. Some people wasn't messing with Mary J when she got happy. And I'm like, how crazy does that sound? I know. <laughs> I think that they wanted the the lyrics and the darkness of the song, but really weren't trusting that the artist has to grow and shift and change and, you know, yeah. evolve. When we get back, I want to tell y'all about my experience about this that feels like, I don't like the word triggering being used lackadaisically, but I feel triggered. <laughs> When I Uh-oh. hear this conversation, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are talking about do you like when artists, you know, kind of switch up and diversify their sound, or is it more so like I just need you to stay in pocket? Um, okay. I remember going to a Lauren Hill concert. Oh, I was, yeah. I, I. <laughs> and I was so excited to finally get to go to a Lauren Hill concert, right? And uh, Miss Education, like that was my, oh my gosh, that was my album. And I went to go see Lauren when she was doing her Unplugged tour. So I literally saw Lauren Hill at the House of Blues, okay? And she started singing um, X Factor. Mm. And the whole audience, we're waiting for this, right? We're waiting (laughs) to sing with the song. And she started doing some other stuff. She was like... Disco version. Well, I mean, well, I haven't even got to that. I haven't got to that because that was the beginning of that. Because first to me, it's like, you know, the audience is singing the song that you recorded, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're going to sing it just like you sang it. Absolutely. And I know that as an artist, it can get boring to like continue to sing it like that. Right. But I think that there's like a middle ground. Mm -hmm. Let us sing the part that we know with you. Maybe then you jazz it up or you swing it like jazz musicians do. Right. But like, let us sing. It could all be so simple. (laughs) But you'd rather make it hard. Like she wouldn't let us do it. She literally went. It could all be so simple. We're like, no, you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she started really taking it to another notch when she did other shows. And I remember seeing her at um, Rock the Bells and she was like, it could all be so simple, but you'd rather make it hard. And it's like, if you want to go into the house version of the song after we done sang the beginning verse, then so be it. But let us get into the groove. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a Prince concert like that. But I've I've been to multiple Prince concerts where it was like on point and then it was another Uh time where everything was different. Like I could hear Little Red Corvette, but it really wasn't (laughs) the Corvette that we was thinking (laughs) that it was going to be. (laughs) I think Most Def did the same thing when I seen Most Def recently. I was like, maybe they do this in live shows as opposed to recordings. You know, they're getting a little experimental at the live shows because you already paid to come and see them. So, you know. It well, is, you also it have is. the bands. Like, it's, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. But again, I think there has to be a happy medium. I think there has to be a happy yeah. medium because, like, Billy Joel, he knows that we know his songs the way that he recorded his songs. Yeah. And so when you go to a Billy Joel concert, it's like he revels 
in like giving the audience the opportunity to sing their song, like to sing his song back to him and to sing it with each other. I've been to three Billy Joel concerts. It is the, he's singing the songs just like he recorded them. That's smart. Sing us a song (laughs) and the piano man. And all of us are there. Like it's the first time we ever sang it. Yeah. So now there's a whole other thing though. When folks don't just change the the rhythm, but they change the genre. So we're going to talk about that when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And we are talking about when artists, like music artists, change their, their sound. Is it a good thing? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, this was a conversation that Lil Duval started. And you know what? At first, when I saw his statement, I was like, I mean, that just seems limiting to artists. But then I thought about it and I was like, yeah, but when Andre Benjamin came out with a flute album, you yeah, were living. Yeah. You, you wouldn't yeah. even listen to it, Amanda. And he's my, your favorite. My favorite. Mm. I mean, I listened to enough. And listen to <laughs> you can't be the greatest rapper of all time for me and then like be the the like the you're not even on the list for flutes yeah yeah i mean maybe they get bored artistically yeah you're just doing the same thing over and over again and they just need a change you know and i like you know what i like from an artist like i don't want to listen to certain people when they putting out new stuff like I won't even bother listening to some of my favorites because I don't want to be disappointed by their new stuff that's just me. interesting yeah when How I get in the pocket- your favorites if you won't even listen to the new stuff because it's like I like that time period but time moves there on and I feel like you know yeah. it's just going to disappoint you that is like I have not like there's the Nas that I was like really into and then I just haven't really been into this recent Nas and you know what but even to that point I've been trying to challenge myself to like check out like the newer stuff because I want people to let me grow (laughs) yes I agree with you but it's hard like I'll listen to it like once but it's not my favorite it doesn't stick with you yeah and like especially with music now it's kind of disposable like music comes out out too much now and it wasn't like that before so that's I think that's you know what I think also though Supreme once you get to a certain age music is not clocking the benchmarks in your life in the same way it was like the songs that I feel like you grow up with and that you become an adult with are songs that are not just songs that you like but songs that you lived yeah whereas like when I hear songs now you know, it takes a bit. Like I can tell you, Sir Chasing Summer, that album by Sir Chasing Summer, that's one of the few albums that I can tell you in recent memory that like really still sticks with me because it. When I heard it, even though it, it came, I heard it after it came out, but I heard it at a time where everything he was saying on that album was speaking to what I was ex- experiencing at the time, and so it's it still lives with me. But I don't feel like a lot of music does that to me anymore. Somebody just mentioned in the chat, and this is the exception where I've listened to them go through a lot of genres of different, you know, versions of Fonte. Like, I've liked Fonte as a rapper. I've liked Fonte as a singer. And I liked his jazz album. So that's somebody that was an exception to me where, you know, I continue to watch him grow as an artist. That's just Hmm. him personally. So, yeah. One thing that I get torn on is when you have a classic artist, like, say, Ron Isley did a remake of his song with Beyonce. 
And I was oh, yes, thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't need Beyonce on a Ronald Isley song. <laughs> I, and it was Both Supreme and I were like, nah, we done, we done. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm good, I'm good. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that for me as a TV person, it's like the music version of TV where they're just like, let's reboot this thing that already yeah. happened and that was yeah. already great and that we don't yeah. need to bring back. Like if the kids want to get into it, go get back into that. They did that with Fraggle Rock. I was like, let Fraggle Rock be what? Fraggle Rock. They yes, had a new honey, fra- I, don't, I don't know if it's yes. all the new Fraggle. What? Stand cares away. You can't yeah. do that. Worries for another day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, though, it really comes down to us remembering always. We always have to remember this, though. It's art. Mm. You know, and I think sometimes in our consumerism, we forget that. Yeah. It's art. Like, I don't want Taco Bell to change the recipe for the Mexican pizza. <laughs> but if an artist wants to change the recipe for their music, who am I to tell them what to do? I, I can choose whether to buy or not. Yeah, I agree. That's true. That's true. We'll be right back. But 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 again, Taco Bell do not change the recipe for the Mexican pizza. Uh, we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it's time for us to get into another edition of Celebrity Confessions. Y'all always running y'all mouth. Here we go. Supreme, who was running their mouth this week so I can guess? Man, this is epic right here. Uh, This artist says he wrote and produced a song that was meant for him, Usher, and Michael Jackson. But after the person that was in charge of the references got too excited and decided to release the song early, Michael Jackson said, nah, I'm <gasps> good. Yeah, heartbreaking, right? Who you think it is? Either Jermaine Dupree or Brian Michael Cox. Mm-mm. He was born in 1984. That's your first hint. Okay. Tell me who was the features on the record again? Usher and Michael Jackson. And he actually wrote the song. Neo. Nope, not Neo. I think Neo was born in like 1980 or 79. He's a little older than 84. He's older than us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Neo's like a year or two older than us. Um, oh, so this is a young... Okay, so 84. Grammys. He has two Grammys? Yeah. Bruno Mars? Mm-mm. He's a singer, songwriter, producer, and he's made hits with artists like Kanye West, Lil Wayne, Chris Brown, Plies, and others. A singer, songwriter, producer. Do I know who this person is? Absolutely. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Absolutely. He's from your you know- home state of Florida. Oh, T Pain. Yes, yes, yes. It was. T-Pain. I thought it was a Lil or a Young something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, like, T Pain was in that time period, but he didn't yes. go by that t- this type of name. So yeah, shout out to T Pain, Fahim Rashid Nanj. I think that's how you say his last name. That's how you say T Pain's name. And we actually have the audio of him talking about this, and he plays a little clip of the song actually. Oh, let's hear it. We were about to listen to a song that I wrote and produced that was meant for me, Usher, and Michael Jackson. And then the person that was in charge of doing the references and uh, the person that sang it got too excited and was like, I want a song with Michael Jackson and Usher and T-Pain. And then he released it. And then Michael Jackson was like, nah, never mind. I don't want to do it anymore. Here's what the song sounded like. Yeah, 
at that time, that would have went. Damn, I would have been. That would have went. <laughs> at that time, that would have gone strong. Man. Well, you know what? That's unfortunate. And the person who, like, they would have got a check. Does the reference, does the person who did the reference, do they get the che- Do they get a part of the check? I think the person that usually does the reference is either another songwriter or not the engineer, but I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably. I would think so. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You played yourself. Absolutely. As I quote DJ Khaled, who plays himself every day that he doesn't say anything about Palestine. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back here to the Amanda Seal Show. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show, y'all. Happy Thursday, happy Thursdays, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Uh, we've been having a good old time chit-chatting today on the group chat. If you missed any of the show, make sure you check us out wherever you get your podcast and you can catch up. So uh, let's get into today's word of the day. Because, you know, over here, we listen, laugh, and learn. This is an easy one. Now that I said that, <laughs> that means you better get it. Um, <laughs> the, word, the word is a verb, and the word is mangle. Okay, I know this word. Mangle um, has something to do with cords. Like, you can mangle your cords up. That means to, um, I want to say, discombobulate. Um, Deeper. Like, more. In, um, okay, okay, okay. What's a better word for mess up? Um, injure, maybe. Injure. Uh, hurt. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm I'm dancing around the neighborhood. I know what it means. Ruin. Like, ruin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To mangle, mangle something. It. It's all mangled up. Yes. To ruin due to carelessness or lack of skill. It can mm. also mean to injure or damage something or someone severely by cutting, tearing, or crushing. See, I was gonna say cutting somewhere in there, yeah. Like Tim Scott continues to mangle his blackness to the point of no return. Your cats continue to mangle your USB cords. <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. Like I'm looking at the carcass of a cord right here. Yes. There you have it. Well, coming up this hour, we're not going to mangle the show. We're going to keep this show together. We got my I be knowing. We're going to take more calls. Plus, we've got. Uh, 60 second headlines so all that's coming up right here don't go anywhere stay connected with us on social media at seal said it we'll be right back to listen laugh and learn at the amanda seals show welcome back to the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals and it is time for us to get into i be knowing yeah. so it's award season and you know award season means there's going to be people getting awards for their work on television and film, et cetera. You know, you got the Emmys, you got the Oscars, we got the Grammys coming up. Uh, you know, they just had the sac. It's, it's, it's a whole time. It's a whole time. It's a whole time. And every award season, um, folks are like, oh my gosh, look at the black people who either won or didn't won or who were present or weren't present, et cetera, et cetera. 
And when you call attention to this, you get people who will be like, well, I don't know why y'all even care because these these awards ain't about us, et cetera, et cetera. And I used to be that person, but I want to point out that every time something racist go down, we got to point it out, okay? Even if we already know, I don't ever want us to get into this habit of like, I mean, are you shocked? Are you surprised? I'm not saying it because I'm shocked. I'm not pointing to it because I'm surprised. I'm acknowledging it because it exists. And when we're constantly gaslit into believing that the harms happening against us aren't happening, it is imperative that we be the ones saying, hey, 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 don't think we don't see this. Because when we don't, we normalize it. I'm paraphrasing, but Zoria Hurston has a, a famous quote where she says, essentially, if you don't point out your pain, they will speak it for you and say you enjoyed it. So you got to be the ones, all right? Now, the other part that's interesting about this award season is that Barbie is not getting no love in the way that it was supposed to. I saw Barbie. I thought it was an actually really inquisitive, really insightful film. And I think the director, Greta Gerwig, did a great job. T, though, is that it's not just racism that be happening in these spaces, okay? It's also misogyny. These, at the end of the day, are still white men run spaces. Rich white men running these spaces. And so often, white women in this country pick and choose when they want to ride with oppression or when they want to actually ride against oppression. And this is a scenario where I'm seeing a lot of the feminists who've been super quiet about all of the injustices that are going on around women across the world. They are speaking up loud about this injustice. And I just want to point that out. Intersectionality exists whether you want to admit it or not. But the truth of the matter is, is that when it comes to any of these injustices, if we don't point them out, then they continue to go forward and they start to become just simply a part of society that people seem to accept the same way that folks have come to accept politicians as liars and call it a part of their job versus a part of their job that they shouldn't be doing. You see it all the time. You will see a politician lie, like saying that America is not racist. And then people will literally say, well, what did you expect her to say? She's a politician. Excuse me? (laughs) I expected her to say the truth because she's not just a politician. She's a public servant. And if she can't see the truth to speak the truth, then how is she going to change it? I be knowing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's cracking, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, and it is time for us to keep you updated with what's going on in the world. DJ Supreme is going to hit you with the 60-second headlines. Up first, Donald Trump has won the New Hampshire GOP primary, defeating Nikki Haley by about 11 percent. They are about to nominate a man who has indictments and could be in jail. Y'all, where is we? What is the film? Also, jury selection has begun this week in the New York trial of two of the men charged with the murder of Run DMC's Jam Master Jay. I mean, this happened a long time ago. It's like kind of trippy that this is like all of a sudden just now happening. But listen, if justice can be uh, served, then we want to see it happen. Amazon is making plans to get into the car sales industry. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like y'all can't even take care of your current employees right now. Y'all about to add more. Listen, I I'm good on that. 
Greg Poole, a Texas superintendent, is defending the decision to suspend a black student from school over his locks hairstyle. The superintendent also took out a full page ad in the Houston Chronicle to defend the suspension. This man took out a whole ad for his racism. And in the ad, it says being an American requires conformity with the positive benefit of unity. Where? Where does it say that? Where and what? What are you talking about? Be, conformity for the positive benefit of unity. Conformity based on who? Who is defining the the perimeters of the of the conformity? Listen, what that means is being an American means you either look like we say you look, or you're disrupting everybody. Mm. And essentially, it's saying black boy, get in place. What the f does locks have to do with being an American? Please explain it to me. I just I'm 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 just never forget that Donald Trump also took out a full page ad when he was calling for the death penalty to be given to the Central Park Five, the five young men who were wrongfully convicted of the great and murder of a woman in Central Park. Mm. Can we put an end to full page ads? Right. <laughs> Unless it's from my Patreon, which y'all can sign up at amandaseals.com. <laughs> we'll be right back. Those are your 60 second headlines. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's go to the phone lines. Hey, um, this is I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. So, I don't know. Look, we talking about that Usher Vogue stuff. It's them kids with no shoes on. None of them kids got no shoes on. Y'all got football attire and no shoes. There's a couple kids with no socks. It's a mess. It's a mess for me. Yeah, Usher looks like, um, a coach or like a team dad. No, he does not look like the main character, but... With them damn kids, at least put some shoes on them. At least put some football shoes on them. All right, y'all. Yo, I'm looking at the picture. I She's just, right. Why I the just, kids don't got shoes on? She got a hell of an eye because I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Why the kids don't got shoes on? That's weird. Like, uh, yeah, I've never taken even the model picture. got on sandals. Uh. <laughs> that don't make no. You thanks for that eye because you're right. This really just feels like it was. Um, Somebody's first day on the job. Somebody oh, was man. like, you know, somebody got a chance. We they were given an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's what it looked like to me. Well, gee, Willikers. Uh <laughs> So I still am curious about your thoughts. There was a Simone Bile cover for Vandy Fair that people weren't too pleased about either. Um, and I would love to hear from you guys. She has on this dress that looks like an organ, um, like a bodily wow. organ. And, I, I, you know, I've seen people, e- people either love it or hate it. But I would love for to hear from you guys about it. So take, a time, take some time to look it up. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. We got more show for you. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. That's it for the Amanda 
Seals show on this group chat Thursday. We covered so many things, but most importantly, shout out to our headliner, T.S. Madison, who joined us to talk about setting boundaries and having access. Make sure you check out the show wherever you get your podcast to catch up on everything that we chatted about. All right. Now, you can also follow us on Instagram at Seals Said It and stay connected with us by calling us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, coming up on Friday's show, it's a fun day Friday, a Black Joy Friday That at that. We got White Club spreading Black Joy and uh, so is Summer Walker. Plus, our headliner of the week, T.S. Madison, will join us for another edition of Picky Picky for the Record. And I'm going to share some things I learned this week. All that and more coming up on Friday right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.